The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball NBA DFS Today podcast. Uh, today is Friday, October 4th. I am Joe Sarvati, also known and affectionately known as Coach. And I'm joined by my partner in crime here, the DFS shark of the NBA, Mr. Michael Apatria. How are you tonight, Mike? Coach, we got our first night in the books. We had our little showdown slate, and from uh, from what you told me, you did pretty well. I uh, I managed to cash out. I only did a couple lineups. Um, I did about two, one cashed out, so I didn't profit a lot, but I profited a couple bucks. Uh, overall, I think we I think we did pretty good on it. I think we got a couple of our calls right. Yeah, I, it was great to see. You know, I mean, whenever you 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 can play hard and get uh, uh, one and a half times as points in the captain's chair and. Uh, you know, he goes off like that. It's it's uh, pretty much gravy, dude. It was it was a good start. Uh, hopefully, some of our listeners out there cashed in as well. But uh, it's exciting. Um, I this this show at, we're actually taping this show on Thursday, uh, October third. It's in the evening, and it it will be on later this evening for tomorrow, Friday, October the fourth. Uh, and we're doing that because there's an 8.30 Central Time AM game uh, of the game played over in India. So just to clear that up, um, and then real quickly, we're, our presenting sponsor is Fantasy Draft. We love our, our partners at Fantasy Draft. They are the only rake-free fantasy site online anywhere, and they have a big NFL Hooters uh, half-a-million-dollar uh, showdown uh GPP this weekend. So join them, get in there, go to fantasydraft.com, put in the promo code hoopball and get seven day free trial. So we love those guys. They're, they're sponsoring us through as we prime up for the opening day, October 22nd. Um, but today we'll be talking about three games on the, on the slate for Saturday. And there are DFS contests on both uh, DraftKings and on FanDuel. So, with that, my brother, uh, we will jump right in and let's talk about that cup of coffee in the morning and a little NBA Sacramento, Indiana game. Uh, not just a cup of coffee. You know, it's got to be a Hawaiian Island cup cup of coffee. I got uh, my Kona coffee, my dark roast. Nice, bright and early. Probably double cup it. I'll be up early. Yeah, I'm pumped for this. This is a uh, We'll talk about a couple teams that you know we just we just kind of saw them. So this is going to be fun to talk about. Uh, you know, Coach, I want to know who's your captain. You you were talking James Harden yesterday. Let's get right to it. Who's your captain tonight? You oh, gotta- captain, my captain, huh? Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, I have been on the early preseason Buddy Hill bandwagon, and you know, I I've, I've been saying right along. I felt he'd come out of the gates just firing with. Uh, you know, guns a blazing just to to really take his game to the next level, and I have no problem putting back him back in that seat. You know, in the in the first game uh, that they played earlier today, or was it yesterday? I can't with these g- games like twelve hours off. It's it's so bizarre. But 
they played one game against each other over there already, and Buddy was 11 for 20 from the field, dropped a, a cool 28 points. And, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, he'll con- he's not a bad guy to throw in there as a captain because I think that, uh, you know, they're wanting to showcase over there, and I think he'll get his good 25 to 30 minutes and, uh, you know, put up some good points. So he would be my first guy that uh, – I would uh, look at with Sacramento, Buddy Heald. That's a good call. I mean, we're talking about a guy that is one of the best shooters, lights out shooters. When when he gets hot, he's hot. And uh, you know, yeah, a lot of his a lot of his production is going to come in the scoring category, but he can do that in very limited minutes. And we're not expecting a lot of guys in these preseason games to rack up you know double doubles or triple doubles necessarily. They're not going to have as much time. But uh, the one thing I'm actually a little worried about with this game, and it it just kind of taking all research and logic and everything and throwing it out the window, is the fact that. Uh, they just played and it went to overtime. It was a preseason game that went to overtime, a 132 to 131 game. Pacers right. came out and won. So these teams just kind of played against each other. We, we kind of saw what the matchups looked like. But, you know, how much more do the coaches need to see these guys that go against each other again? So I don't know if that's going to play. We saw every starter on uh, Indiana play 30-plus minutes. Um, you know, that's almost yeah. like regular season numbers. So. TJ Warren came out and dropped a 30 point bomb. But, you know, for me, it's it's kind of going to be leaning right towards the Sacramento side again. I'm going to look for a Marvin Bagley bounce back uh, for me. I don't okay. I don't I don't know necessarily how much I love it into the captain spot just because it's a little bit of boomer bust. And if you're playing a cash game or a single entry, I probably wouldn't roll that way. A bit more of a tournament lineup build. Um, mm-hmm. But just the fact that, you know, this guy, he came out here, played 29 minutes didn't shoot well at all shot five for 12 didn't wasn't wasn't getting live on the glass and he had five fouls so uh, I think a lot of the foul trouble probably played into a part um, to why he didn't hit over the 30 minute mark we saw Barnes healed and Fox all get above there but he's probably a little bit more fresh and I'm expecting him on to kind of leave a little bit mark after that bad game no doubt and you know if this wasn't one of these uh, stand games where it was a showdown uh, DraftKings game I would, I'd be with you. I would say fade this game in general because you do have the top guys from both teams for the most part got you know 30 uh, to 33 minutes. And that's a pretty healthy amount of minutes, especially when you factor in they traveled all the way over to India. And there's just a lot, you know, there, there's a lot that could go wrong as far as the rotation of minutes for a lot of players. But because, you know, you're entering a contest where you're using these two teams. You know, it's a matter of, of to me, of, of just taking the, the best guys uh, that are going to step out. Now, uh, you know, in looking at, at this, uh, let's just glance the two teams real quickly here. Indiana, uh, Indiana uh, as you said, their top guys got quite a few minutes. I think, you know, the guy that I sort of would key on, on Indiana is Sabonis. And the reason I say that is, you know, I, I think that they want to get him as many consistent minutes playing at the four, being that this is a new role for him. Uh, and I think that, you know, the more he the, the more he's in that rotation at the four, uh, the better it's going to be for him. So I give him a slight edge there, even though he logged 31 minutes uh, and had 21 and 12, which, like I said, I think he's going to do great at the four this year. But um, I think that's a guy that, that I like. The other guy I'll, I'll mention from Indiana that might be a bit of a, a contrarian, sort of a, a lower-owned guy is Jeremy Lamb. And the reason I say state that is, 
you know, that two spot until Oladipo comes back is wide open. And Lamb has every chance in the world to be the man to log the big minutes in that role. Uh, and I think, you know, these games in the preseason mean a little bit more to him because it's sort of his position to lose. So, you know, that's another guy I would lean to uh, on Indiana as well. I, I love this bonus call. I mean, when you look at his minutes total, 31, and then you look at everybody else on the Pacers, including their bench, the only other actual guy that you can call a center was Elise Johnson. He's, uh, you know, more or less a forward, 6'9". Uh, you know, Jakar Sampson, I guess you can call him the tweener, but everybody else is pretty much a wing or a guard that played off the bench. Uh, so it just goes to show you that Sabonis is getting some minutes at center as well. And when you talk about him versus Turner, I'm going to take Sabonis any day of the week because he's going to be playing both power forward and center. Like I said, Turner's not playing power forward. So um, if anybody's going to have a less likely chance to see, I guess, as many minutes, it would probably be Turner. Plus, Turner is actually the only guy from last season still in that starting lineup. You know, Sabonis did start here and there, um, but it was more or less just in the aspect of when Turner was not healthy. So um, he's the one that they've seen in the starting lineup. The rest of these guys, you know, might see a few extra minutes, even though they just played in the double overtime just to get that continuity. But like you said, if, if it's on me, I'm probably just fading it all together, looking forward toward like towards the late slate. Um, but forced uh, push come to shove, Brogdon, Sabonis and Lamb, like you said, I'm going to fade that Warren 30-point game. Hope everyone else chases it. And then on the other side, I'm really just looking at, you know, the main guys, Bagley, uh, Peeled, Fox. If you want to get a little sneaky at the end, uh, Rashawn Holmes, I like a little bit. You know, he's a guy that could produce in limited minutes. And in the sake of a pivot to Bagley, um, if you want to get off that Bagley train, maybe these guys play limited. Holmes is going to be the guy that fills in for it. I agree. I think roll the dice a little bit on some of the Sacramento bench. I wouldn't. I, I'm gonna. I think I may put Corey Joseph in a lineup or two, and and maybe a, a Belizia or uh, an Ariza because I, I do think they're gonna go very deep uh, on this game tomorrow. And uh, those guys, uh, again, you know, price isn't a big object at this point in preseason, but those guys may roll up as many fantasy points as some of the the key guys and. I know, you know, Dwayne Dedman, your guy, he only played 17 minutes. I don't know if that was by design or if there was an issue there, but uh, he's the only guy of that top really 10 that played that little of minutes. So that makes me think there might have been something a little sore. I didn't see any reports or anything, but I would put a little asterisk there and be careful. You don't want a zero. I think uh, I think Sacramento was just trying to go small and force uh, force an issue against having Sabonis and Turner in the starting lineup. So oh, yeah, okay. they, they did a little bit, 28 minutes to Ariza, 28 minutes uh, minutes to Bogdanovich off the bench. Looks like they were just running a lot of um, a lot of Bagley at the five. Which is prob- yeah, that's probably why Bagley got in trouble too, because Bagley only you know did have his five fouls, um, did struggle, and both of the front court members for the Pacers both had great games, 13 and 12 rebounds. So uh, I think tail the tape, just looking at the box score, that's what I'm getting from it. Don't be surprised if when the regular season rolls around. Bagley doesn't slide back into the five and Deadman comes off the bench. I, I wouldn't be surprised for a half a second if that happened. But all right, my man, uh, let's go to game two. There's two great games in the evening and you know, two games slate uh, that, that you can play on uh, uh, FanDuel. And the first game is a national, uh, nationally televised game. Uh, two you know teams you, you may have heard of, the Lakers and the Warriors. I don't know if you're 
familiar with those squads at all. But, uh, you know, that I think that's going to be a lot of fun. And I will fire right out of the gate here because I'm, I'm taking no prisoners with these two picks. And uh, I know it's, it's not going to exactly shock the DFS world, but I am not afraid after really, you know, digging into this, I'm going to roll out LeBron and the Brow together in a one-two zing-zang. Just first game, they're excited. Crowd's going to be hepped up. It's on TV. I just, I'm going to go with both guys. Is that a little crazy? I, I mean, no, not really. Am I going to do it? Probably not. Um, I think, you know, me personally, I love Davis. I'm going to be all over Davis. Uh, LeBron, on the other hand, that's that's something I think I could do without. I just know that, you know, looking oh. back in the past in the preseasons, he just doesn't seem to want to play that much, doesn't feel the need to. I mean, maybe, maybe he does this year because he's playing with Davis. I don't know. He played 15 minutes last year. Um, and that was his first preseason game with the Lakers. So I yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't be expecting too much. It's just at the end of the day, uh, they don't need to play him. And you saw what what like a simple muscle, a soft muscle injury can do to a guy like that. You know, debilitated him last year from just a groin strain. So I think if if the game's that not was on, an aber- that was such an aberration though. He's he's been so healthy for so long. I don't think we're gonna see a repeat of that. I know Father Times you know ticking, but. I'm telling you, this is the redemption season for LeBron. I think even if he plays 18 to 20 minutes tomorrow, I, he's in my lineup. I think he's he he's he's chomping at the bit to go. That's my call, anyway. Oh no! Hey, listen. If you if you tell me he's getting 20 or more minutes, I'd be all over that. I just also know that there's two other uh, high price stars that I wouldn't mind getting a couple shares of as well. So okay. when, when push comes to shove, um, you know, I, I feel a little bit better about Davis over LeBron. I feel just knowing what Steph Curry can do in very, very limited minutes, uh, dating back to, you know, last season, we saw kind of how the Warriors uh, handled their preseason loads early on, basically distributed all the all the minutes amongst everybody on the team. But all the starters got about 20 to 24. So we know exactly where they were. Um, you know, he's a guy, he, he only needs to hit. He could hit six, seven, eight, three pointers in 18, 20 minutes. Um, not including just the regular counting stats as well. And, you know, I'm gonna, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but uh, a center over there on the Magic just produces insane numbers in limited minutes. So there's a few other guys I feel a little bit safer with. But if you tell me LeBron comes close to putting a triple-double up in 20 minutes, it wouldn't shock me. No, I, I don't see a triple-double, but I think he'll have enough impact. And, again, you know, salary is somewhat non – you know – just not an important situation because you know there's so many cheaper guys that are going to play equal minutes with the regulars that you know you you almost can throw out the the pricing out the window. So anyway, we'll see how that rolls. But I you know I, I can see myself putting both studs out there. I think it, it's actually going to be somewhat contrarian. I I know that sounds weird, but I doubt there'll be a lot of people that roll both guys out there. So we'll see. I know they'll both be owned, but uh, a lot of people be splitting and going with one or the other. The other uh, Laker guy that I like is as, as, uh, as sort of my sleep guy uh, that, that I think you know has the potential to, to do some damage is uh, Caldwell Pope. I had sort of talked about him a little bit on the show with Dan on on NBA Today uh, 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 the other day. Just sort of you know I, I get the feel that you know there's such a competition you know, behind green for those big minutes at, at the two. 
And, you know, Pope has been running a lot with the first group in practice the first couple of days. And, I, you know, he's definitely uh, not shy whatsoever. And I think, you know, he'll get a decent amount of shots up. And I think he has a little something to prove. You know, everybody's been fussing a little bit that Avery Bradley's been uh, incredible so far in the first three, four days, whatever it's been. Uh, defensively and, and hitting shots, so uh, I'm looking for a little little bit of a, a, a sneaky uh, Caldwell Pope pick. I like the Caldwell Pope pick, but the only thing about the Caldwell Pope pick that I, I kind of run into is if you are playing LeBron, I think they're going to directly correlate into each other's into each other's value because I don't think he's going to play a lot at shooting guard. I think he's going to see most of his minutes at the three. And they're going to jumble up the, the whole Bradley, Caruso, and LeBron thing going on at point guard and shooting guard over there. So it, I think he's primarily going to be play a three, especially with Kuzma out. Um, that's where he's right. going to see his minutes. There's, there's no Kuzma, no uh, Dudley, no Horton Tucker. Really, they they don't have any threes on no. the you know, right now in the preseason. So I would think LeBron and Pope, you know, get all of those minutes at the three. Yeah, so and that's exactly. So he's going to get the minutes that uh, where where you're not seeing because they're going to do a couple lineups where they have like Rondo playing point, Bradley at the two, or Danny Green at the two. Well, Green Green actually now that we're saying it out loud, Green could probably get some minutes at the three as well. So, but they're just going to be jumbling it up. They're going to try a bunch yeah. of different combinations. I, I think I touched on it um, the other day when we were when we were talking, and it. It's really going to be the tale of two things. It's either going to be, you know, give give these guys big minutes in one in one game, let each guy get a run at a position, see how they do with a full game worth, or they're just going to jumble them up every single game and see who plays the best in limited minutes, and that's going to be their starter going into the season. So, um, you know, if you can hit it on the head and get it right, great. But I think I think out of all those guys, you know, being green, uh, stable veteran who we know who, what we have there. We don't really need to push him in a preseason game. We don't need to really see how he, he's going to mesh regardless. They know that his defense is going to keep him on the court regardless. So um, I'm not really into green. I'm looking at the guys that kind of need to either prove themselves or can produce big numbers in limited minutes. And I think right. Caldwell Pope is one of those guys that kind of needs to prove himself on the team if he wants to get a couple extra minutes. So I think you hit it right there on it. Um, honestly, not a lot of Lakers I'm loving outside of Caldwell Pope. Um, and Davis, I mean, like you said, LeBron as well. He's always going to be in play. If you wanted to play a little JaVel McGee, I'm not going to knock it. I just, you know, I'm going to use my center spot elsewhere. Uh, Do you really want to bring up JaVel McGee? Yeah, this, right. This After this I just early? said that, you should just jump on it and play him This early in the year? After you told me to bench him with 26, 21, and 6? <laughs> hey, hey, it happens. I got burned. I love you, man. I love you. You're the shark. You're the shark. We burned. all stub our toe once once in a while. There's a, a toe stub. We all know that. No oh. worries. That'll only be that. That's only the first mention of maybe two, three hundred for this year. But it only cost me five figures, man. That's all. It wasn't yeah. that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm good with the Lakers. If if we want to jump over to yeah, the Warriors, all right. And, and I'm gonna I'll I'm gonna start off here too because I know you're gonna jump me like a a dog at the, on the side of the road here. But I'm fading my favorite shooter of all time, Steph Curry. I just – I don't – I never like to take him when it really doesn't matter that much. And I think he'll come out, you know, gun a couple threes. But I just don't think he's going to be a, a monster focus of anything. I think it, it. I think the focus will fall way more on D'Angelo Russell with his first run with the team. They're trying to give a nice – look at 
Alec Burks to see if he can be a rotational player. And, you know, I just think they're going to be playing so many different guys. I just don't see the need to go with Curry. And I know he's probably one of your main guys, maybe your captain even. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I do like him. I mean, honestly, I get more juiced up about Vucevic later on that when we get to him. But I do I do like him for the, the sheer standpoint of uh, trying to build like a GPP lineup and you're trying to get the most out of every guy in your lineup. It just makes a little bit more sense to me to pair, a, you know, Curry with Davis rather than just double stacking those two. Because at the end of the day, if Davis can go out there and score, let's say, 24 in limited minutes and so could Curry – uh, you know, odds are there's not going to be somebody else on there each, on on each you know respective team scoring 24 as well. So I mean, for the the sheer upside factor, I I do like Curry more than LeBron with that with that pairing. But uh, I mean, I'm I'm a little bit juiced up by a bench guy actually, just knowing that we're not going to see Looney most likely with his rolled ankle. We're not going to see Willie Cauley Stein. I think they kind of have to play uh, Armis Spellman. Like, they have no choice. Uh, he's going to be dirt cheap. He's going to be down at the bottom if you need to save a couple bucks. He's like 4K guy. Um, yeah. I'm getting a little juiced up. I'm not expecting much, you know, when I say these guys. If you get 15 yeah. points from a guy down there, 20 points, you'll take that. Absolutely. No, and, and those guys always pop in there. I think that's a good call. But I do think we may have to have our first uh, coach versus shark side wager that uh, I'll take LeBron against Curry in most fantasy points for the game. I'll take it. Yeah, I'm, right, I'm, I'm game for that. Okay. What, so are we, what are we betting? What, we will keep – this is what, I, what I'd like to do. I think we keep a running total, and then for uh, we'll, we'll do a contest. Uh, you get one point for each one you win, and we'll do, we'll do this through uh, the, to the All-Star break. And we do our All-Star break live special. The, uh, the person that's losing – has to do the show live in a chicken suit. I don't know where I'm going to get a chicken suit, but I'll do something today. I'll wear something ridiculous. No, it has to be a chicken suit, and you get it at the costume store, dude. You rent it. You get it. (laughs) it I'll send you one on Amazon. (laughs) I I will send you one. So there you go. All I want to know is I get to see you online, live, doing our show in a chicken suit for the All-Star game. Well, that's that's you'd have to you'd have to win first though. So let's ah. let's just not let's just not get ahead of ourselves now. Come on. All right. Curry's, All right. Curry dropped twenty one points in twenty minutes last preseason game. I'm, let's see that happen again. Let's hope it happens again. All right, dude. We got we got challenge one. Hey, my favorite guy for the Warriors is Draymond Green, and I'll, I'll say two two reasons. One, you know, I just his motor is one you know one level. I think he'll get minutes. And he's going to make the most of those minutes, and he scores fantasy points in every which way. He moves, you know, take turns to the right, and he gets a fantasy point. So I like Draymond in there, and and I did, you know, if we did our show the other day, we we did a a, a clip from Draymond, and he was talking about how he's uh, part of that was was he was getting back on his uh, diet that he was on during the playoffs last year, and and trying to really get himself in good shape. So, you know, that also translates to me that he wants, you know, to, to get some good minutes out there to run to get fit. And I think maybe Kerr will give him a few extra to do that. And he certainly takes advantage of it. And I think you know, he may be the number one target for me for the Warriors. I like him. I, I mean, he's a guy that just puts up a lot of counting stats in limited minutes. I mean, the one option, obviously, thing that bothers me is that he doesn't score a lot. And 
he needs to really pile up the counting stats if he's not going to score a lot. I mean, because we're talking about a guy that when he gets 36 minutes, he'll be lucky if he gets 12 points. So if he's going to get 20, you're, you know, four or five points. And then if he comes back with six rebounds, six assists, you, you can live with that. That would be okay. You know, a steal or two or block, that'll be all right. But, you know, you're going to really need the counting stats. But he's a guy that can do it. And without their big men, there's going to be rebounds available to grab. So good call. I like it. Thank you. I, you know, if there's a handful of guys in the league that, that to me, the, the scoring is a bonus, I never stress over Draymond's point total because he's going to get rebounds, steals, assists, at, like by the bushel. So I, I'm always comfortable with him in, in that, you know, in that type of a situation. All right, Chief, uh, let's hit the third game because we want to keep this train rolling. We're going to, you know, we, we did some long, long preseason shows to get everybody ready, but we want to snap these off and get them done and get these done right so we can make some money and not uh, have to listen to these super long pods. So (laughs) I am, speaking of that, though, going to just mention very quickly, we are uh, sponsored by Fantasy Draft, even though they'll be NBA kicking off October 22nd. Get on with them, fantasydraft.com. Balls the the promo and support them. Uh, listen to our shows every day. We're on seven days a week. Uh, Hoop Ball, NBA, DFS, DFS today. Everywhere podcasts are heard. No matter where you can't, you can find us. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, Spotify, YouTube. You name it, we're there. Okay, we go to the last game, and it is a seven thirty Central Time start. The Orlando Magic and the San Antonio Spurs. Go ahead, Magic. You've been waiting for this Magic the whole night. <laughs> I mean, this this game's pretty simple for me. Um, I mean, if, if we're going to start with the Magic, you've you heard me say Vucevic a lot. It's just the guy in limited minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is, he can get a double-double in 20 minutes very easily. He's he's the focal point of the offense. Um, he's always going to be involved. It's just by far one of my favorite plays on the slate. I'm just going to be all over Vucevic in just about every lineup. Um, you know, another guy I'm looking at over there is kind of – the big mystery man himself, Markel Fultz, he already got announced that he will participate in the preseason game tomorrow. So how much mm-hmm. will he participate? How healthy is he? I don't know. But we, we've seen him in limited minutes what he could do. I think it was one of the last games of like two years ago against when he was on the Sixers. He got triple-doubled almost, in very, or he did triple-double uh, in, in limited minutes. So it, he yeah. can do it. We know he's, it's capable. He likes to get into the lanes. He might just want to see how much he could play now. They might want to just see what this kid can do. So he's a guy I'm keeping my eye on, another guy around that 4K price tag. And then, of course, you know, I'm, I'm not really going to be touching uh, DJ Augustine. I'm not really going to be touching Fournier. Uh, Aaron Gordon, he's always that guy I can't get right, so I'm playing Vucevic anyway. I don't really want to play both of them. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much where I'm at with those guys. And, I mean, Aminu, another guy that just kind of flies under the radar over there now, new contract, paid for him. Uh, let's see what he got. I don't know. We'll find out. But I'm kind of interested in him. It's it's going to be tough because he's a guy that is a very unsexy producer when it comes to just those counting stats, uh, but he's there and they paid for him. So I am kind of want to see how they're going to use him first before I go and put money on him, but it's a guy to keep an eye on. Not bad. Uh, for me, you know, and I'll you'll see this as, as every, you know, the listeners as the year goes on. To me, it's just as important who you fade as who you play. And this is a game, you know, what, looking at the magic in the past and preseason, the coaching uh, tendency uh, uh, and, and how things, you know, with a, 
a veteran team who has almost everybody back. I just I'm going to pass mainly on the whole match team as much as I possibly can. I think they'll play 14 guys. I see everybody from Terrence Ross to Fultz to Carter Williams to Aminu to Isaac to Gordon to Vuk to everybody. I think they're all going to get minutes. So I don't see anybody, uh, you know, going outside of themselves to to uh, get big minutes and have a big game. And when you play the Spurs, you know, the best way to make the Spurs team or impress Pop is by playing good D. So I am not on the Magic at all tomorrow. Uh, it may be a complete fade for me. The one guy I would take a, a shot at uh, cheap would be Mo Bamba. I, he's 100% healthy. Uh, they they want to get him in the rotation for sure, and uh, I you know he's such a blocks per minute guy. Uh, he can throw some points up up on the board quickly. But I'm going to be mainly Passola on the old Magic tomorrow. Ah, uh, nice. You're going to make a mistake if you don't play a little Vuk. Uh, I think I I just I just love what he can do. I think last year I'm looking at the stats now. 23 minutes, 20 points, five rebounds, two assists, and that's not very often that you see. Vuk only have five rebounds, even in those limited minutes. So I just think a lot of this offense is going to run through him. Uh, you know, they don't really have a center that can that can really body him. I mean, Aldridge is is going to probably have, have his hands full with Gordon. Uh, I'm expecting Pirtle to be on him. So I'm just going to I'm just going to roll with it. Like I said, I, you know, I don't want to get too cute with this. I, I want to just play the guys I know that can produce in limited minutes. And I know he's probably one of the best on the slate. But again, I don't. That's a good pivot. If a lot of people are going to play Vuk, he's not going to be low owned. I'm not expecting him to be low owned. I'm going to yeah. get. I'm going to get my low owned guys with my 4K guys and my shots elsewhere. Um, every everybody and their mother is going to be playing Vucevic, LeBron, Davis, Curry. <laughs> you know, it's not a secret. Right. Those guys can do it. So no, you got to make some pivot somewhere, and you yeah, know, and that's, that's, good that's what I'm. That's why I'm looking to to pivot away from them. But you know, the beauty of preseason. This is where we're learning you know, what's going to work, what's not. And, you know, the, the best way to look at a lot of this is, you know, you just look at past years and coaching tendencies on if they play guys a lot or not in the in the preseason. That's why, you know, we talk about it multiple times. I love playing Houston Rocket guys. And, you know, you brought that up. You know, Dan Tony's just known for getting those guys to log minutes even in the preseason. So, I know, you know, right? It's it's almost as coach yeah. if somebody was going to tell our our listeners that he was going to play twenty eight minutes. I know, and he played exactly twenty eight minutes. It's I crazy. was just, I was, you know, I was so happy watching hard. I couldn't believe, it. you know, he had the four point play, the one, the one foot corners. I mean, it's just he's he's amazing to watch, dude. All right, let's go to the Spurs, our last team. All right, done. Um, I am going to. <laughs> I am stacking up mostly Lakers and Warriors, like I said. I, you know, I'm really high on on the the guy, the big guys in that game. So I'm, you know, out of most most of my guys are going to be from that game, and I'm going to fade this game as much as possible. Like I say, maybe just using one Magic player. Uh, the Spurs have a few guys that I think are interesting. I'm I'm really high on Lonnie Walker. I love his motor. I think he'll get a decent run, and he's trying to prove himself in the rotation. So I think he's a nice guy to play. You know, I think they'll. Uh, you know, Pop wants to let Murray and White play alongside of each other and start getting some continuity there. So I do like those guys together, but you know, it's just you know I'm not sure. 
Uh, how many minutes he'll give White coming off FIBA? He may want to bring him a little bit slower. And Murray obviously coming uh, back after the injury. Uh, you know, you can always go safe and play either a DeRozan or Aldridge. You know, they'll probably get 18, 20 minutes and put up uh, average stats, uh, you know, for, for preseason. But again, nobody blows my mind on these teams. You know, I like more, again, the guys that have to prove themselves that are trying to get in the rotation, like a Trey Lyles or a Lonnie Walker, if you're looking for somebody cheaper. And, you know, if you, you're going to probably have some extra dollars, uh, you know, it doesn't hurt to to play one of the main Murray, DeRozan, or Aldridge guys, uh, you know, just for that 20 minutes, you know, spin are going to get decent points. But, you know, I, I'm cherry picking a guy or two uh, just from, you know, maybe the Spurs magic combination and, and rolling the dice mainly on the Lakers and Warriors for me. Yeah, I'm not really touching anybody on the Spurs. Um, just knowing what they what they do every year. I, I know last year uh, in the first preseason game, they went 18 deep, coach. 18 players got minutes. Not one yeah. starter played more than 18 minutes. 18 yeah. minutes was the max, and that was for DeRozan. Aldridge played 17. Um, the, I mean, the backcourt's even more crowded now that everybody's kind of healthy and back. As yeah. far as the four, there's four point guards. Um, I, you know, I, I don't expect any one of them to get more than, you know, 16 to 18 minutes. There's no reason to, I agree. So I just think this whole game, I mean, if I was going to play one, it would probably be maybe Murray just cause he's, he's the one coming off injury. The other guys are a little bit more tired. We know that Patty Mills played in FIBA, uh, you know, like you said, mm-hmm. white. So those guys might get a little bit of a pass that brings your other guy up to Lonnie Walker. Um, but they're still going to play a little bit. I don't think they're going to get DMP'd. So even if it's six, eight, 10 minutes, it's still going to matter a little bit. And there's no reason. It's a team full of veterans except for that. So I'm, I'm good with them. I'll take a hardcore pass. Murray, if you wanted to get somebody in there for me. Um, otherwise, I'm good. Because if I'm going to pay 60, uh, 68 or 6,600, 6,400 for like the Aldridge DeRozan price, um, I'll find the extra three, 400 and go to green. Or I'll you know, find the extra grand and go to another superstar. I just don't need to do it. I'm with you, Mr. Shark. All right, man. I think that's that will be uh, today's show. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, any questions? We'll both be posting updates. I'm at Joe Sarvati, J O E S A R V A D I. He is at Mike Apatria, M I K E A P O T R I A. Follow at Hoopball Fantasy. Will there be constant blurbs and updates? anything comes across the line of somebody sitting or any last minute decisions like that, you know, that again, as we know in preseason, if you can just avoid taking a goose egg somewhere and, and getting everybody contributing, uh, you know, you, you have a good chance to cash. So awesome stuff, man. Uh, we're going to make money and, and uh, go LeBron, I guess is what my, <laughs> my big thought is today. Uh, that's, I don't even care about the money now. I just want to win the, the, the glory and the pride <laughs> of it. The chicken suit challenge. Let's go, man. <laughs> we're, we're great. And if, if any of our listeners, if, if you want to send uh, an idea of maybe a chicken suit, I could can send uh, to get Mr. Apotria ready for that show, you know, be happy to shoot me that on Twitter as well. We'll, we'll get him a good one. Yeah, let us know. Which side would you be on? Would you be on the, the LeBron or the Curry side for tomorrow night? That's right. Let's see who's got more backers. We'll see how it goes. Well, awesome, man. We'll be uh, tomorrow. We will have a show. 
It's a one-game slate. It's uh, Charlotte Boston will be the one game on the slate tomorrow uh, for uh, for that show. But uh, but that's it, dude. Uh, you know we're uh, it's gearing up. Everything really starts on Monday. Monday there's four games. Tuesday five. Wednesday five. And Thursday five. So how's that for perfect size slates to? dissect as the week goes on uh those will be some good money makers oh yeah i'm looking forward to them all right man well terrific uh we want to thank the listeners here for joining us on hoopball nba dfs today for mike apatria i'm coach we'll catch you tomorrow and we will be ready to crush it as we uh all clean up an nba dfs this season thanks and go lebron <laughs> yeah This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.